0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, all you courageous cause champions. Today is the last day of 2018 to act courageously. It is New Year's Eve. I'm Lainey Friedrich, and this is episode 330 three of the Couch to 5A podcast. We are going to talk about one word instead of resolutions on day eight of the Change the World in 80 Days experiment. Ta-da, ta-da. Several years ago, just before New Year's Eve, I heard an interview with a minister, and he was asking the people in his congregation to rethink New Year's resolutions. Instead of making resolutions, he asked them to do this instead. Imagine it is next New Year's Eve. So, in other words, New Year's Eve 2019, a year from now. And think about looking back to describe how 2019 ended up. Then think of one word that would sum up your ideal year. If you were to look back on next year once it's over and say, what, if I could encapsulate everything you know that I wanted to have happen that year, the outcome of that year, what would that one word be? So then throughout the year, so for 2019, you set the word now and you use that word as a way to assess your thoughts, your actions throughout the year and see if they're in alignment with that one word. And at the end of the year, you should be able to see how your year was shaped by just that one word so much easier than doing all these New Year's resolutions. Well, I took his advice because this was probably 10 years ago, except for me, there were That year, there were two words that describe my ideal year ahead. And when I look back at the end of the year, it worked just the same. My year could indeed be summed up in those two words. And you're going to say, what were those words, Lainey? And I don't remember. <laughs> I know there was one year. One year I picked joy. I think it was at, you know right after my divorce. Um, another year I picked fun. Another year I picked. Um, I think this year it was energized. Some years I pick three words, some years I pick two words. Whatever I want for the year ahead uh, to, to be really that, you know, that North Star, that one key thing that if I think about it during the year I look at that word and say, hey, am I crafting my life according to this word or not this year? Uh, and it'll, it's a kind of a reset. It's a reset word to say, hey, am I in alignment with this? Am I, am, I really, am I really taking steps and acting and thinking and talking in alignment with this word? Well, if you ask me, if the burning question on your mind right now is, Lainey, what is your word for 2019? That I do know. <laughs> I'm actually picking two words for this year, uh, for the year ahead. One is courageous, which makes all kinds of sense since I'm the courageous cause champion, and the other is passionate. And by passionate, I mean so much more. It definitely includes, you know, sexual passion and physical passion, but it's really a, a larger word than that. It's about what really, what really gets me so excited. What am I really, what do I really deeply love and just adore and am excited about? Everything that passion uh, encapsulates because there, there are things that I really, really just love and it's about making sure that I include those in my, in my life and in my day and then I share those things with other people, share my enthusiasm for those things with other people. And that could be passion for a cause. When I volunteered uh, almost two years ago with Voters Not Politicians to help end gerrymandering in Michigan, I was passionate about that. I was determined. I was very enthusiastic. I was so um, outraged at, gerrymandering, when I, dis- when I learned about it and when I learned about the effect that it was having on unfairly representing uh, all of us voters here in the state of Michigan, I, that, that I became very passionate about that cause and that's what gets you plugged in. There are a lot of things that ho- um, ho- help, help uh, people get over the hurdle of getting involved. And I'm going to talk more about those in upcoming podcast episodes as well because I've been um, polling a lot of people and with the Ask campaign that I told you about a couple of episodes ago, and the oh, two, two episodes ago, and I uh, have a lot of good information to share about that. But in the meantime, uh, one of the things that kept me um, kept my awareness open and me ready to go when the volunteering sign-up sheet crossed my path about voters not politicians I was ready because I already had that passion as soon as I found out and I had that I was enraged about that topic and I wanted to change that so badly that I signed up they said okay just sign up to be a volunteer I didn't care what I was going to be doing volunteering at that moment I didn't care now once you get over that hurdle and you plug in and you you know make that first step of of connecting then there's a lot of other things that need to formulate together to make that uh, a volunteer effort that you continue to commit to and it, they had it all. I mean, very organized. I was able to do things um, that I enjoyed doing. They trained us for it. Um, so it, it had a lot of other supporting supporting cast of characters, if you will. Um, you know, I was one musician in an orchestra that was playing really well and practicing and learning and getting better and it had a great conductor in their leadership team so it's, it's about having all those all those things but one of the key things that keeps you in and kept me in even when little hurdles would come up and you know being stepping up for saying hey you want me to volunteer in this way but I'd rather volunteer in this way That's the combination of the passion for it and the courage to uh, stand up for um, and negotiate for what I needed to keep that passion alive, to keep doing the things for that campaign that kept me um, passionate about it. So those two things for me are so powerful. Being courageous and being passionate. And those are things that I want to carry into all aspects of my life for 2019. And I want to look back at the end of 2019 and say, whoa, look at that year. It was filled with passion and courage. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? So think about that. Think about your word or a couple of words that can really sum up um, and they can be this test that you use to. Um, measure your year by a day, day, day by day, decision by decision, action by action, and and then write it on sticky notes or whatever, and post it wherever you can see it throughout the day. Post it on your bathroom mirror, post it on your fridge, post it on your computer, post it on your car dashboard. You get the idea. Post it all the places that you're going to look at it um, day th- you know, throughout your day so that it keeps reminding you this is a reminder of like hey this is this is what i want this is what i want for me you know pick your word for your year outcome and and you will be amazed you'll be amazed at how that will how the year will unfold so that is the that is today's Uh, day. I am going to step in tonight at 12.01 midnight into 2019. Paul and I are going to um, Mark Riley's Comedy Castle, which we love going to. It's right like a mile from maybe just over a mile from my house, and we love going there for comedy shows. We've been there so many times because it's convenient, and the comedians are great' it's just, it's just a nice place good good combination of things and so I will start my year off with courage and passion, and you know I'd already started doing those things, so it's good it it helps if you have already started trying on, so to speak the words that you're gonna um, use, but it, it doesn't you don't have to because you don't have to you can start to build your momentum as the year starts and start from you know couch to 5a, you can start from the couch. you can start from ground zero, you can crawl before you walk, before you jog, before you run um, before you race. So don't hesitate if it's something that's gonna be brand new to you and you're like, oh, I've never. I've never had a year that would fit this word, but man, I would love to, and I would love to be the year ahead. Just pick that word and just place it everywhere you can think, and and that's what you'll create. It'll help you create that in that world for you. All right, so to give you an update on days one through seven, Change the World in 80 Days, uh, NutriFoods, I shopped at NutriFoods uh, yesterday and uh, got my stuff for the week. I made sure that I went over $50. They have this 50-50 um, car- card that if you spend at least $50 there, they punch it. And then when you do that 10 times, you get a $50 gift certificate. So I am starting a list of just kind of staple items that um, I can always use that if I uh, go there for my groceries for the week and uh, I find that I'm, you know, I've got 40, 30 or $40 worth of stuff, I can pick up these other things and I know I'm going to use them. So that uh, is kind of my, it's my plan is to spend at least $50 when I go there so that I am maximizing my 50-50 card and also continuing to support them and use them as my first choice for shopping. I did go to Kroger for my produce. I did peak, in all fairness, I did peak at Foods. Uh, produce section, but they their produce just does not turn well, like they had um, you know the plastic containers of of baby spinach, and the expiration was yesterday, and I was there yesterday, so i'm not you know i'm not going to buy something i'm not going to buy produce that expires the day I buy it. Um, so anyway, that you know, they have lots of strengths, um, not everything. And the other thing I did today for NutriFoods is I went back out to the um, next door N E X T D O O R dot com site that I'm in that Uh, neighborhood network and uh, that was the post that got the most traction from other people so that's the post I'm gonna keep alive by continuing to post things out there as they come up in my head and so I posted and I, a suggestion for people, recommendation for people, that if they happen to be at the cash register at the checkout there at Nutri- Foods, and they're just a couple bucks away from getting the $50 to get their 50-50 uh, card punch, um, there, there are these bars that are like um, snack bars that uh, they have uh, several varieties on display there right by the checkout, and it's called Y Bar, W-H-Y Bar, and it's a local uh, company that makes them, they're vegan, they're delicious, they're super nutritious, Um, lots of chia seeds and other good things in there, and I love them, they're so great when you're just like, you need a quick snack, or I'm out, you know, running errands, and I just need to eat something nutritious real quick. Um, so I suggested that I took a picture because so here's another tip. In addition to if you if you decide to do anything like this, where you're, um, you know, getting the word out and you want to keep a post going, I've been giving you a couple of ideas on how to do that. You know, keep responding to everybody who responds so that will keep your um, post. Um, If if the comment section continues to be active, the systems will typically um, put it higher up in the listings so that more people will see it when they pop back out on that site. Um, The other thing that engages people a lot is photographs. So if you post something, try and always Um, or if you can, if there's any way you can post a photograph, those get a lot more likes and they get a lot more engagement, um, attention by people. So even if it's in your comments, um, so from now on, and when I comment, if I'm commenting a new idea, Um, I will post a picture. Not if it's I'm just responding to someone. It'll take too long, I think, and um, probably not as beneficial. But if I want people to take a quick look at what I wrote, like a a new thought that I've added onto this thread, uh, I will post a photo as well. And that will be helpful. So that's for day one. Uh, Day two, 10-minute Reiki. Uh, Yep, I've been doing that every night. And three, share from abundance. I... Uh, have been doing that, and just generally, like you know, Paul's here, and when Paul is here, I usually provide breakfast. And his bre- the only breakfast he eats is a banana, so that's always easy to make sure that I have bananas on hand and get him a banana for breakfast. And then I try and make sure that I cover lunch and snacks. Um, and we both, he you and know, I, both love, love, love. Pa- we are passionate about hummus. And when I was at Nutra Foods. Um, they had, they were selling hummus in this, um, three pack. It was a, it's a, um, plastic container that has three, um, compartments on it, um, from some brand and it had three varieties of hummus. It's got original, it's got garlic and it's got roasted red pepper, red bell pepper. Ah, so I cannot wait. So I made sure I bought that and I bought chips. So I try and have on hand, um, uh, hummus and chips for us to eat. I get the no salt, um, usually a blue corn chips. Uh, this time I got regular corn chips, but no salt. Um, and I'm going to talk about salt in a future episode. So stay tuned for that. Pay attention. Make sure you're signed up uh, to get um, that you're a subscriber of this podcast because that way you'll know. And I'm not going to tell you when it's going to come up. It could come up anytime. Um but you'll want to hear about the salt one. Why oh, like salt is a four-letter word. Um, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, sharing from abundance. So yeah, just making sure I have snack things that um, that he and I both like here. And I'm about to make, when I get off the podcast, I'm about to make my um, super-duper salads. I love these salads. I don't know if I've explained this on a podcast um, about these salads yet. Maybe I should do them as a podcast episode. But I'll give you a sneak preview. I make these awesome salads. Uh, I buy the really big cans of Eden Foods beans. They're 30 ounces and I can get three cups of beans out of them. And so the bottom layer, I, I put three containers on the sink uh, and counter and I put a cup of beans in each uh, container and then I put a grain, whatever grain I feel like making. I happen to just make some red quinoa. So I put a half a cup of grain on there and then I cut up... um What do I put on there next? Usually I'll put bell peppers, cut up red bell peppers, and um, put that on there next, and then shredded carrots, which I buy already shredded, because it's hard enough to, excuse me, be vegan and prep stuff and whatever. I don't have time to shred carrots. I could, I suppose I could, but I have found that I won't do it as much, and I'll just buy it. So I just buy them. So I put the shredded carrots on there, and then Paul likes. He really, really loves. He's passionate about um, the banana peppers, which I kind of like them, but I love artichoke hearts. So, If I'm going to do some salads for him and me, I'll put artichoke hearts in mine, and I'll put the bell peppers in his, and sometimes he does get artichokes if I don't have bell peppers. That's another thing, so I try and keep um, these um, salad fixings in the house all the time so that uh, when he's around, I make sure that I am making up these salads, which is great because I make two for me and one for him, which is sharing for my abundance. then the next thing I layer on the salad is um, spinach. Um, maybe I would have put that on by now. Somewhere spinach gets thrown in the mix, um, and not on the bottom though, because it gets all wet and mushed down. Usually I wait till the almost yeah, about, about the bottom bottom of this part in the layering, um, where I put the the spinach on there uh, in the container, and then I put some um, nuts, usually almonds. Um, and then some dried cranberries on the top, and that it's just delicious you don't even you don't even need dressing because the um beans have a little bit of juice to them. I do rinse them out of the can, even though Eden brand has no salt um it's just you know I just don't want that much juice in there, but um they are juicy and then there's water from the vegetables you know generally and it's just you you don't need dressing on it I mean there is this um sesame no tahini dressing that I love 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 and sometimes I'll put that on there um but normally I don't and it's just such a it's such a Oh, it's such a mix of different flavors and textures and nutrition and substance and comfort food, and it's so good. And he loves black beans, so I I try and make sure that I make it with black beans um, when I'm making it for both of us. I like kidney beans too. Um, I'll use some of the white beans, but they're not as, they're, they don't give me the same um, taste, you know, because white beans don't have much of a flavor, but kidney beans do and black beans do for sure. And so I usually do it that way. So that is my, I call it my small ass salad, <laughs> because instead of a big ass salad, it gives you a small ass because it's so healthy. So if you eat a lot of these big, small, big, small ass salads, you will get a small ass um, uh, a very um, healthy one so anyway uh, following a budget yep I went through yesterday and I wrote out everything that I needed for January so I've got everything budgeted for January and then uh, take work out of workout yep I skipped working out today because we were just hanging out we're going to be up late tonight and been doing a bunch of running around. So I'll get back on to my routine tomorrow. Um, Seek first to understand. Yep, I've been um, asking, continuing to get feedback from this Ask campaign about the reasons why people don't get involved with causes that are important to them. It's it's, it's fear-based. I mean, it's really, really fear-based. And you'll see in the um, next maybe days or weeks, I have, uh, I'm reframing my marketing and my branding to um, address that. And so people will feel that uh, advocating is a lot easier than they ever thought possible because it is. Because it is only if you work with me and you t- t- do what I show you. And you try what I teach ya. So they need me um, because I can help them. And on scrapbooking, I bought a few more supplies. I was looking through my nephew Brandon's album, and I'm going to be giving that to him on Wednesday. I'm so excited. Um, but there were a few pages towards the end of the album when he's in high school, and he's playing a lot of hockey and a lot of football and sport. You know, he's baseball sport. He's in all the sports and. Um, I think there was only one picture in the whole album where he was playing basketball. So I don't know how long his basketball um, career was, but uh, he definitely played a ton of hockey and a ton of football. And so I went to Michael's um, art and supply store today, craft store, whatever it is, and got some scrapbooking stickers to add to those pages because they were looking a little blank. And that was something that I did not have in my supplies of, um, scrapbook is specifically for that so I bought a few holiday ones as well because I had a coupon from Michael's get $5 off if you spend $25 and when I got his stuff um, it added up to like $16 so I thought well let me get a few more stickers Christmasy stickers I can always use them in my album uh, now that because I made that list and I know that I'm gonna do hard copy albums for myself Um, I will definitely have Christmas pictures and so I got Christmas stickers and I might use some of those in his album too. And uh, so I ended up basically just spending five more because I got the five more off. So I spent ten but I got five off. So that netted you know spending five more dollars on stickers than I would have otherwise spent on that shopping trip at Michael's, which is fine. Uh, I got stuff that I needed and then today was one word. So that's the wrap-up for 2018. I definitely, um, I think exciting was my word for the year. And it was an exciting, or or did I say energizing? Energizing. It was both of those things. So it was was a ride. It was a fun-filled, exciting, energizing ride for 2018. And I hope yours has been as well. Whatever it was. You can just wrap it up and savor the parts that you like and let go of the parts that you didn't like so much. And I hope that you have a great start to 2019. Namaste.